Today's episode is brought to you by Tenacity. The Tenacity founders have a lifetime of experience in healthcare and the food service industry. And in 2016, they provided Middle Tennessee State University with a $2.5 million grant to study the hemp plant and its all-natural benefits. Tenacity's CBD plus CBDA is amazing, and it's twice as good as CBD alone. They have a full range of products that can help you find the product in the form that's right for you. They have topicals, salves, sports sticks, soft gels, gummies, and tinctures are all available. Their customer reviews are their best stories. If you have time and are interested, read their reviews on their website to see how their products are changing people's lives. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tenacity products for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they will give you a full refund. Go to tenacity.com and use code ACP to get 25% off at checkout. That's T-A-N-A-S-I dot com to get 25% off your first order when you use promo code ACP. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about how a good night's sleep can help to ease anxiety. And I was actually thinking about my own sleep uh, after a, a night that I had a delicious dark chocolate truffle. And I don't normally eat chocolate, and I certainly don't usually eat it late at night, but uh, my daughter had just come home from a trip, and she was sharing these delicious chocolate truffles, uh, and I had one. It was small. Believe me, I can't imagine if it was big because I didn't sleep well at all. I wasn't anxious and I didn't feel really distraught, but I really felt tired in the morning. So when I got up and found this article in my inbox, I said, oh my gosh, this was so timely. And the information here was definitely things I wanted to share with you guys about sleep. So the article was entitled, How Deep Sleep Can Soothe Your Anxious Brain. And I will have link to that in the show notes so you could read the whole article yourself. And that was written by Yasmin Anwar. Let's start right in with the, the article here. The article says, when it comes to managing anxiety disorders... William Shakespeare's Macbeth had it right when he referred to sleep as the balm of hurt minds. I have to agree with that. The balm of hurt minds. Yes, you feel so much better once you've gotten some sleep. And the article says, when a full night of slumber stabilizes emotions, a sleepless night can trigger up to 30% rise in anxiety levels. And that is from uh, new research from UC Berkeley. 
So the researchers have found that the type of sleep that is most apt to calm and reset an anxious brain is deep sleep. Um, this is otherwise known as non-rapid eye movement or NREM. It's slow wave sleep. It's a state in which neural oscillations become highly synchronized and the heart rate and blood pressure drop. So you can see everything's all working in, in a concert here. Everything is just beginning to get synchronized and slow down. And this is the real healing sleep. The article says that we have identified a new function of deep sleep, one that decreases anxiety overnight by reorganizing connections in the brain. And that is what uh, Matthew Walker had said about the study. And he is a UC Berkeley professor of neuroscience and psychology. And uh, side note here, he also wrote a great book called Why We Sleep. Again, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Great read if you're interested in sleep studies. He's a good storyteller. So it's not just science. It's um Science was some great storytelling, so you may want to check that out. And uh, Matthew Walker says, deep sleep seems to be a natural anxiolytic, which is an anxiety inhibitor, so long as we get it each and every night. Now that's kind of important, and we want to pay attention to this, right? So long as we get it each and every night. It is well worth our effort to get enough sleep. And uh, I have a lot of different episodes on sleep. So if you want more, let's see, I have, I'll put two of them in the show notes, episode 343 and episode 325 are both episodes on how to get better sleep. And those links will be in the show notes for you. The findings that were published this month in the the Journal of Nature Human Behavior provide one of the strongest neural links between sleep and anxiety to date. They also point to sleep as a natural, non-pharmaceutical remedy for anxiety disorders, which have been diagnosed to some 40 million American adults and are rising among children and teens. They go on to say, our study strongly suggests that insufficient sleep amplifies levels of anxiety and conversely, that deep sleep helps reduce such stress. In a series of experiments, they found that when people watched a an emotionally stirring video clip, if they had gotten a full night's sleep, their level of, of emotion was much less than when they were tired and hadn't gotten any sleep the night before. They had much higher levels of anxiety. And so the brain is not lying to us here, right? It is asking for us to give it some sleep. And as Matthew Walker said earlier, so long as we get it each and every night, this is important to remember that it's worth the time and the effort to to go and, and get that sleep, to turn our screens off and go to bed. The article goes on to say, without sleep, it's almost as if the brain is too heavy on the emotional accelerator pedal without enough break, Walker said. After a full night of sleep, during which the participants' brainwaves were measured, 
via electrodes placed on their heads, the results showed their anxiety levels declined significantly, especially for those who experienced more slow-wave NREM sleep. Deep sleep had restored the brain's prefrontal mechanism that regulates our emotions, lowering emotional and physiological reactivity and preventing the escalation of anxiety. The results showed that the amount and the quality of sleep the participants got from one night to the next predicted how anxious they would feel the next day. Even subtle nightly changes in sleep affected their anxiety levels. People with anxiety disorders routinely report having disturbed sleep, but rarely is sleep improved considered as a clinical recommendation for lowering anxiety. Our study not only establishes a causal connection between sleep and anxiety, but it identifies the kind of deep NREM sleep we need to calm the over-anxious brain. On a societal level, the findings suggest that the dissemination of sleep throughout the most industrialized nations and the marked escalation in anxiety disorders in these same countries is perhaps not coincidental, but is related, Walker said. The best bridge between despair and hope is a good night of sleep. Today's episode is brought to you by the Say More podcast. We want to recommend the Say More podcast, where in a special series, Boston Globe columnist Shirley Leong is opening up the conversation about stress and burnout to help listeners feel less alone and inspired to get help. She connects with an array of experts like Krista Tippett, who tells us how to find meaning and stillness in modern life and shares her own journey to finding silence and moments of peace. And Emily Nagoski on the ways stress lives in the body, the social pressures that make it worse, and how meaningful the quest to releasing stress can be. Plus, Kale Newport on how to be more productive and creative in an overstimulating world. The series uses medical science, social science, and philosophy to answer deep questions about how stress works on our bodies and our minds. And you'll come away with concrete strategies to work better and live better. Listen to Say More wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. And you know, by supporting our sponsors, you're supporting us. So if you are interested in using Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, please visit happymammoth.com and use promo code ACP for 15% off your first order. Thanks for supporting us by supporting our sponsors. If you're going through menopause, perimenopause, and you just really don't feel like yourself right now, or if you are done with menopause, but you're still feeling like you have some of the hot flashes or racing thoughts and low moods, or still having trouble with your sleep, Hormone Harmony is the thing for you. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts that are called adaptogens. I'm a big fan of herbal adaptogens because 
They help the body to adapt to stressors such as chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. I'm excited to give Hormone Harmony a try myself. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using code ACP at checkout. That's happymammoth.com with code ACP. Now here are some helpful tips for a restorative night's sleep. Some of these are from the article and some of them I put my own two cents in as usual. Like I said, I have a couple of other episodes for you to listen to if you are interested in what we have done here before on sleep, episode 343 and episode 325. So here are some tips that the researchers had. Go to bed and wake up at the same time every day, even after a bad night's sleep or on the weekend. I can vouch for this one. It's an excellent thing to do. Always get up at the same time and always go to bed at the same time. This is what the body likes is rhythm. Um, the next one they have for you is to keep your bedroom temperature cool. About 65 degrees Fahrenheit is optimal for cooling your body towards sleep. They said to wear socks if your feet are cold. And I would like to add in here, as um, many women can attest to, sometimes it's too warm. And so you want to get your feet out from under the covers. And uh, if you're going through a period in your life where you are warmer than your mate and the room is a little bit warmer for you, you can just get your feet out. Take your socks off and kick the covers off your feet. And that just having your feet a little bit cooler will help cool your body down so that you can get that good night's sleep. And the article says here, an hour before bedtime, you could dim the lights and turn off all electronic screens and devices. Add blackout curtains in your room also if there's too much light. So uh, I agree with that. Absolutely turn those electronic screens off. I have found a new habit of um, at turning my screens off. I do like to read before I go to bed, but what I've done is I always have more than one book going. Um, I will save a book that I am reading in a hard copy, like a, a real physical book. That is the book that I will read before bedtime. So I don't have any uh, screens. I don't have my Kindle light going or anything on my computer or my phone. So just know that you can read a book. You can just listen to some music. There's a, you can write in your journal. There's a lot of things you can do, but don't have your screens on. Okay. Let's see what else they have here for you. Um, they said, if you can't sleep, get out of bed and do something quiet and relaxing until the urge to sleep returns. And then they said to go back to bed. I actually say I prefer to have people stay comfy in bed if you are willing to do that, uh, because it's about your attitude toward it. If you can look at it as nobody needs me, no one's looking for me, there's no work for me to be doing. I can use this time to lay in bed for my prayer time, my meditation time, 
or just being, daydreaming. No one needs me and I don't need to be doing anything. It actually is that time that we're always looking for. I'm just looking for a few minutes to myself. Change your attitude toward it. It really can help you to relax and then probably fall right back to sleep. And of course, my favorite thing is many people tell me when they're learning to meditate that they fall asleep. So I say, if you are having trouble and you can't sleep at night, focus on meditating and maybe you'll just fall back to sleep again. The article suggests to avoid caffeine after 1 p.m. And you all know that I say no caffeine at all if you have any difficulty sleeping or any anxiety. And that includes chocolate. (laughs) And that goes for me too. The article suggests never go to bed tipsy. Alcohol is a sedative and sedation is not sleep. It also blocks your REM dream sleep which is an important part of the sleep cycle. So I agree with that. Alcohol uh, is a sedative. It will make you fall asleep or help you to fall asleep, but it will not be quality sleep. So it's important to remember that. Never go to bed tipsy. I like how they said it that way. So um, it's important. You know, it's obviously cleaning up our diet, cleaning up our habits, so many things that we can do in order to have what they are calling a natural non-pharmaceutical remedy for anxiety disorders. What more could we ask for? And these are not uh, slouches. These are these are the sleep researchers, big time sleep researchers at UC Berkeley. Please pay attention to this. Natural non-pharmaceutical remedy for anxiety disorders is called sleep. And now for today's quote. Sleep is the golden chain that ties health and our bodies together. And that's from Thomas Decker. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.